From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Monday, May 23rd. I'm Sarah Wright. Well over 100 people representing political, business, and arts and history interests turned out for a behind-the-scenes tour at the Mendocino County Museum on Friday. There was even an impromptu concert featuring a flute and a kazoo. The event doubled as a mixer for the Willits Chamber of Commerce and did triple duty as a show of support for the museum, which is in danger of losing its funding amidst budget woes. The county just hired a new curator three weeks ago, a few months after Karen Matson's promotion to museum administrator. Lindsay Dick doesn't even have a badge with her name on it yet. It sounds like being a museum curator is not just kind of a random job. It sounds like you have a really specialized education. So can you give us a little idea of what goes into getting qualified as a curator and and what your job is? So I actually have a master's degree in museum studies. It's a lot of detail work. It does sound like anyone could be it, but you have to be specialized. You need to know how to take the pests and how to help mitigate them and keep them at bay. You got to have the skills to do that. (laughs) Deb Fader Sampson is the director of the Cultural Services Agency, which includes the museum and the libraries. She thinks she has reason to believe that closing the museum won't save any money. County estimates for museum operations are half a million dollars a year with $20,000 of revenue. During one of the times when the museum wasn't being staffed to its fullest, we wound up having a roof leak and a lot of the textiles got ruined. Um, It cost over $370,000 to make the repair and then to do all of the mold remediation. If you shutter the place and nobody's here to watch that, that could happen again. And maybe you know the answer to the question that I've heard a lot of people ask, which was, did the museum save any money by being closed during the pandemic? I don't believe that we did. Volunteer Brent Walker was stationed in between a display of fancy hats from an early 20th century Ukiah milliner's shop and the wreck of Judy Berry's bombed car. He's one of the people working on getting the Friend to the Museum group going again. COVID kind of slowed us down a bit, but we're... Now, uh, I'd say at the point where we're ready to branch out and get out in the community and we're looking to hear from people who are uh, interested in being involved. The backgrounds of the volunteers are as varied as the collections themselves. Volunteer Scott Furlaman knows all about the history of McNamee's General Store, which was the center of commerce in Fish Rock for well over 70 years. He's proud to be known as the tool guy around the museum due to his own work history. My first job was disassembling a merry-go-round. And then I went on to other things, making roller coasters and uh, various equipment for amusement parks. And I was in that business for 16 years. And then uh, moved on and got a job up here in Mendocino, which was my dream. And uh, here I am. And I retired. And the first thing I did was come down here to the museum and say, I'd like to spend more time in here and volunteer. And we're always looking for volunteers. Willits Mayor Saprina Rodriguez says the Willits City Council is planning to take up a resolution at its meeting this Wednesday, asking the Board of Supervisors not to close the museum. The fact that they would even consider cutting this at all is disturbing. And then without having done a proper analysis of of what the savings would be to the county. Rodriguez said she's been receiving torrents of messages from worried constituents. 
knowing that uh, Visit Mendocino is going to receive more money in transient occupancy tax than had originally been budgeted and anticipated, um, maybe there might be even be some hope that they would uh, um, would put some money forth uh, to help uh, save the county museum. Lisa Kavaznica, president of the Willits Chamber of Commerce, says the museum has the support of the business community too. Tourism is huge, and we've been without a lot of um, the commerce from tourism and, and just through COVID trying to survive. A lot of doors have been closed, a lot of businesses have been lost, but people are out and about and they want to see what there is out there. And this museum gets a lot of um, tourists, and, and we have events that we hold across the street at the Recreation Grove. And so I think it's, it's a win-win for the city. Um, and I think we have support. I think it was shown tonight by the numbers. I don't know what the actual number was. It was 123 through the front door, but that doesn't even count all the people who came in the back door. Exactly. The whole issue is the, the question of the budget and that the museum needs to do a little bit of fundraising. So do you think that the, the chamber could help the museum with some ideas for fundraising? I think the chamber and the museum can work together, especially with the board that they have. Um, we're only stronger together than we are separately. It's unclear how much peril the museum is actually in. Supervisor John Haschak has come out as a strong supporter of keeping it open, and Supervisor Dan Jurdy said he thought it would be a bit radical to shut it down. An unknown amount of cannabis tax may appear in the county's coffers on May 31st. The budget hearings, which are open to the public, are on June 7th and 8th. Musicians Malachi Schindel and Kyle Madrigal made their thoughts clear as they serenaded the party at the museum on Friday night. We're going out to you, we're begging to you, to the entire board of supervisors. We need your support to keep this local vital piece of our heritage alive. Amen. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Reif. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.